Welcome to the Green Phoenix's Mylar, my look at recovery. This is a podcast that will be focusing on mental health, understanding recovery, and restoring a voice to those who it has been taken from. At the time of recording this, because I pre-record before I put them out there, I have just completed my second 5K of the year. Now, not my second 5K of all time, because truthfully, I've kind of lost track of how many I've done over the years. But here's the thing. I, when I was a kid, I, I was an athlete. I was a big part of my identity. It was part of who I was. And then as I got older, things kind of changed and shifted. And due to some chronic ankle issues, I stopped between ceasing to play sports, especially soccer, which was my first love, even though I was never really a great runner. So back in 2012, I had surgery on my right ankle, which resolved the pain that I had been living with for, at that point, over half my life, or at least pretty close to half my life. And so without that pain, I was able to start getting out and being more physically active again. And I decided to take up running because at the time I had some friends that were into running and doing 5Ks. And I figured, you know what, why not? There's something about getting out and competing that really just, I I enjoy it. And the, the reality of it is that I will probably never place in the top three in my age group unless there is less than three people in my age group. And I'm okay with that. Because when I go out there, I'm not competing with anybody but myself. Today was no exception. So, fast forward a little bit. In 2014, I made a commitment to myself that I was going to do at least one 5k race every month. And I, I was doing fairly well. I actually did my first 10k that year. Unfortunately, at Dragon Con, sprained my ankle pretty badly. The left ankle this time. Now that the right one was fixed, we realized just how unstable the left one actually was. And I, I sprained it pretty bad, gave myself a nice concussion. Little word of advice, don't try to run with a concussion. It will not end well. So after that, I ended up going back to the doctor and he's like, yeah, let's just go ahead and fix it. So they, they fixed my left ankle which, as I mentioned in an earlier podcast episode, it was a lot harder trying to recover from that second surgery than it was the first surgery. But I don't remember the physical pain. So, again, fast forward a couple of years, because I got really into it. I got back into it in 2015, 2016, was doing, was going strong. I actually joined the USA Track and Field and was able to do some stuff with them. Competed in a track meet, which was pretty cool. Did shot put, which I had never done before. Uh, it, was, it was fun. And then 2017 comes around and... I'm not entirely sure I can pinpoint the exact time that it happened, 
But I think it was around February that year. I was, I was in, in another 5K, and I felt something pop in my knee, and I didn't really think too much about it. A few months later, it was still really bothering me, and found out that I had torn the meniscus. Also found out that I had arthritis in both knees, and was told that I needed to stop running. Now, for anybody who's actually met me, you can probably guess what happened. I kept running, or at least as much as I could. I, but shortly after that, I also got rear-ended, which that really messed me up in a lot of ways. And so I wasn't able to run as much. And so most of 2017, I was kind of laid up. I wanted to get out and run, but I wasn't really able to do much. And then 2018, I decided I was going to recommit myself and I was going to go out and I was going to do the same thing I did in 2014 and run at least one 5K a month. And I was doing relatively well, but the last 5K that I completed was back on my 40th birthday, which is July 28th, coming up pretty quickly. Kind of excited. I'm going to be 43, but because I'm me and I'm a nerd, I'm going to stick with 42 plus 1, because at 42, you are the answer to life, the universe, and everything. So, why am I talking about all of this? Because here... It's the thing. I, I did. I gave up running. After that, there, I had registered for a couple of 5Ks in the interim in the last few years. And for one reason or another, I was never able, I wasn't able to do them. Uh, one was because of the weather. I was fully prepared to get out there and do it, but apparently running and lightning is frowned upon. Although I did try to convince them that's how I got my hair to look so cool. They said no. So that one got canceled. And then a couple of the others that I registered for because of the asthma issues that I was having at the time and bronchitis, wasn't able to do them. So I registered for them, but I wasn't able to get out and do them. And then, well, we all know last year that, yeah, 2020, we're just going to forget that that existed. So anyway, at this, I decided at the beginning of this year that I really wanted to focus my time and my energy on getting healthy. Not just physically, but also mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Now truthfully, this is something that I've been working on for years, but I really wanted to commit myself to doing that. And part of that was using part of the inheritance from my father to get myself a mountain bike. Now, I wanted to take up mountain biking for years, but for one reason or another, I, I never did it. And so I broke down, and I want to say it was late January, early February of this year, and got myself a mountain bike because it was something that I really wanted to do. And yes, for those of you who seem to think that I'm not that smart, I did, in fact, get a helmet to go with it. And when I first got out onto the trails, I, I struggled it. It had been probably 16 years since I had ridden a bike. So, you know, it's, when they say it's like riding a bike, it's really not. Because, well, I guess it is. Because when you first get started, it takes a while to readjust. But it's not something that you necessarily forget. So I got out there. And the first ride, I could barely go 10 minutes with just out being completely exhausted. And now, 
I've mostly stuck to the beginner trails, although I did do the dwelling trail out at Blankets Creek not that long ago, which was pretty cool. It's an intermediate trail. A little difficult, a little, but I enjoyed it and I managed to not wipe out, which was huge because that's something that tends to happen when you mountain bike. It's not if you fall, it's when you fall, which is a great metaphor for life, by the way. And so, you know, I started getting back into biking and, and riding the bike was helping rehabilitate some of the stuff with my knees. And I was like, you know what? I really do miss running. So I decided why not go ahead and register for the Kennesaw Grand Prix Race Series, which is a series of six 5Ks. It's the same course in downtown Kennesaw. Works out to basically one race a month. And the first race was in May. Uh, May 9th, I believe it was, or 8th. It was the Saturday before Mother's Day, whatever day that was. And that was the first time I had even really attempted to run. And when I got out there, I wasn't planning to. Because I had been having some major issues with the asthma. And I wasn't even entirely sure that I was going to make it to the first mile. Now, I, I'd gone out hiking and stuff, and I knew from previous experience that I could probably do it, but I, I really wasn't that confident that I was going to be able to finish. But I got out there, and I don't know why, because I had fully intended to just walk the entire thing, kind of get a baseline, and then once the asthma stuff started to re resolve itself, I was going to go ahead and, and actually start training. In other words, running more than when it came time to a race but when I got out there and I was in the crowd and it was like I don't know there's something clicked so I started jogging short intervals and I shocked myself because I didn't have any issues with asthma that day you know it was a little tight but I didn't have to use the inhaler other than the pre-race use of the inhaler that is standard before any type of real physical exertion it's something I do under doctor's orders just to kind of help loosen and because it is exercise-induced asthma. And so I got I got out there and I was pumped up and uh, I, I made it across the finish line and I finished better than I'd ever, I could have hoped for. I actually finished that first race in under an hour and I was pumped. And then I went out, you know, and spent a lot more money than I intended to to get a pair of actual running shoes and not that the ones that I was wearing before weren't running shoes, but I had they were close to a year old. They were kind of getting a little worn out. And when you run a lot, it is actually better if you have a dedicated pair of shoes that are just for running. And so that's what I did. Went out and got the shoes, got the arch supports because I have no arch basically born that way so I've pretty much always had arch supports in my shoes and I got out there and I started doing you know some training runs and took a little while I actually had a break in the shoes and so this morning I got out there it was the second race in the series the first one is the Swift Cantro Classic today's race was the Hero Run 5k I don't remember what the July race is but there will be one on July 10th, and since this episode will be going out on July 7th, you still have time to register if you're in the Kennesaw, Georgia area and would like to. It's a lot of fun. And so I got out there this morning, and, and even though I had just done it a month ago, 
And I knew I could do it. And I wasn't necessarily concerned that I wouldn't be able to finish it. But at the same time, I wasn't overly confident about it. I don't know. I, I've been really struggling lately. You know, and I, I believe in being open, authentic, transparent, whatever word you want to use to describe what I am being right now. It's it's been a rough, and and I know part of it is grief. I know a part of it is other physical health related stuff, especially because the asthma is still kind of kicking my tail a little bit. And as a matter of fact, I had to pull out the inhaler twice, once during the race today, and then again when somehow I managed to sprint faster than I knew was humanly possible for me to do at the finish line. And here's the Here's part of the reason I wanted to share all this stuff today, because I was on the fence. I'm getting ready to take a really long and amazing road trip that I'm a little nervous about. I've never driven cross-country by myself before. When I lived in Colorado, I would come home, but I'm actually going all the way out to Portland, Oregon. Now, by the time you hear this, I will be home, but I'm going out to meet my uncle, who I haven't seen since I was probably about four, maybe five years old. And he is my dad's youngest brother. And part of the nervous slash excited is getting to meet him, first of all, and getting to know him. But I'm also kind of hoping to get to know my dad a little bit better. It's been seven months today since we lost my father. And it's weird because in a lot of ways I forget that he's gone even though I know he's not here. It it doesn't really feel like he's gone. And this morning being the the hero run and the, the benefit. So every race in the Grand Prix benefits a different charity and today's race is going to benefit Wounded Warriors. I don't remember the exact charity that it, it goes to. It's not the Wounded Warrior Project, but it is a local charitable organization, I believe, that helps wounded vets. And my father was a Vietnam veteran who never got the welcome home that he deserved. He was also earned two Purple Hearts, a Bronze Star and a Silver Star, and a couple of other ribbons and medals that I don't really know how because he wouldn't talk about it. And I get that and I respect that. So today's race, and years past, the June race of the series is Father's Day weekend. And this year, they bumped it up a couple of weeks. And I'm really glad that they did because not only did it mean that I got to do it, because I will not be here on Father's Day, which is going to be a double whammy because Father's Day this year is also my, my dad's birthday. June 20th. He would have been 73 this year. And it's just kind of hard, you know. As even though he didn't really care for me, birthdays have always been a, a, something you should celebrate. And I would make him a special dinner and make him a special cake. 
and whenever it was Father's Day and his birthday on the same day, I would always try to do something a little extra special because I really wanted to celebrate my dad. So this morning as I was out there, I was hurting. Uh, it was really humid, and when I got down just just shy of the one-mile mark, I realized that I had forgot to use the inhaler pre-race like I normally would, and my chest was starting to tighten up. Now, here's the thing. I run in intervals because I'm not quite up to being able to run a full mile, let alone a full 5K. To be completely honest, I'm not even sure I can run like a quarter of a mile without stopping at this point. Working on it, though. And so, I'm... When I got just, I got down to the park and it was really starting to tighten up. Instead of trying to push through it, I just sat down on the curve, took a few minutes to try to catch my breath, and when I couldn't, pulled out the inhaler and went ahead and used it so that I could breathe. And then, you know, I was smart enough to bring water this time, drank a little bit of water, and got up and kept going. I could have taken the easy way out. I was given the offer for someone to help me out and they would have got me back to across the finish line but it was important to me to finish under my own power so I, I got up and I kept going and I walked most of it not gonna lie but I did still kind of try to jog and push myself out and as, as I was coming out of the park you, you hit mile two and I was I was hurting won't lie and I was tired but I was still kind of doing those short little spurts trying to get and when I was coming up the hill by the, the church that's there, there's this, it's not a super steep incline, but when you're tired, it, it feels like Mount Everest. So anyway, I'm coming up this hill and I'm, I'm hurting and it, they had the uh, Union Civil War and actor, reenactor, meant actors out there. And none of the people that were there that I got a chance to talk to were a member of the Sons of Union Soldiers Veterans. But my dad was a part of that organization. And when I asked him about it, there are some of the members of the Sons of Union Soldiers Veterans that are also in the reenactment. And I don't know if any of them were out there or not, but I really wanted to like meet some of them because I wanted to meet someone that knew my dad. So when I was coming up the hill and they, they had the small little troop out there playing the drums and I think it was a, like a fiddle or a flute, I don't know because I'm not musically inclined. But the point is I, I heard them and they had the cadence going and it just, it hit me. I was like, you know what, even though he's gone, he's still here with me. He, he's always going to be a part of me. And so I'm coming up the hill, and I just decided, you know what, I'm going to finish this race, and I'm going to finish it strong for my dad. This is for him. Just like when I hit my first home run as a kid, pretty sure I was playing t-ball, and my mom had gone to pick him up from the airport, and she, so, she was so irritated when she found this out because I hit my first home run, and I dedicated it to my dad. Like, I got up to bat, and I said, this bat is her dad. And I remember that, and I was only five, six years old, maybe seven years old, but I, st I still remember that so clearly, saying this one's for my dad, and then I hit a home my first home run. 
And so tonight, this morning when I, when I was going up the hill and I was, I was hurting, I was struggling, breathing was kind of an issue, but I was determined. And so I'm, I'm coming up the hill and this year I realized the reason why people listen to music while they run. It helps, not only for the distraction, but it, and some people who are rhythmically inclined, I guess, do it because the beat, they, they run to the, the cadence of the music. That's not my purpose. I have a really cool playlist that I put together that has a mix of different genres, including 80s rock, like Queens on there. There are some movies from various Disney soundtracks, and there's also some praise and worship music. And as I was coming up the hill, Ryan Stevenson's song, Eye of the Storm, started playing. And then, it, and it has been. And right now I feel like I am in the eye of the storm, that, that calm and the storm that's going around me, but that the storm is still raging all around me. And so I, I just started to talk to God. And I said, all right, God, I want to finish this for my dad. I, I want to do this. I want to make him proud. And I want to finish strong. But I don't know if I can do it on my own. I need your help. And like I said, I got this little burst of speed right at the end. I, I was jogging a little bit. But the last 100 yards, maybe, I flat out sprinted for everything that I had across the finish line and a really amazing friend of mine actually was there and got some pictures with her cell phone which was awesome and much much appreciated and when I got across the finish line I literally gave it everything I had because by the time I got across the finish line I couldn't breathe thankfully the inhaler worked um, I was able to get the medicine in and it opened things up was still a little tight for a little while afterwards, but I, I was okay and didn't require medical attention, which is always a great way to end a race, not needing medical attention. And so I wanted to I wanted to share this today because well first of all life is is not easy for anybody. Let, let's just be honest. There's always gonna be those uphill climbs and there's always gonna be those down trodden valleys or whatever however that analogy goes I've never really understood it but the point is that there's always going to be another obstacle that you have to overcome there's always going to be times in your life when it's it's hard and you, you have to find a way to push through it and then that is what recovery is it's, it's just learning to adapt and overcome and not give up. And since the last two episodes of this podcast have focused on suicide, I thought this would be a good way to kind of, I guess, lighten things up a little bit. But I also really, I, I wanted to share this experience because it really meant a lot to me and plus this way I have a little bit less stress when I get back from my trip because I'm going to be gone for three amazing weeks 
I'm going to be going out and exploring the country, stopping at weird roadside attractions. Really excited. I'm going to get to visit the future birthplace of Captain Catherine Janeway from Star Trek Voyager, the future birthplace of Captain James T. Kirk from the original Star Trek series, as well as stopping along the Oregon Trail and various other fun little roadside weirdness because, hey, why not? Plus, I get to meet my uncle, so that's pretty cool too. Now, before I wrap these this up, I do want to make a quick announcement. The next episode is going to be longer. Actually, a good bit longer. So yesterday, I had the opportunity to sit down with an amazing artist and friend who is also a certified peer specialist like myself. And we sat down and we were talking about art and recovery and how we both have learned to be able to to use art as a way to help us with our recovery. And much like myself, she has the aspirations of helping other people use art for their own recovery. And we got so engaged in our conversation, we kind of lost track of time. An hour long, which is about twice of what my other episodes have been. And if you're out there and you're listening and you're interested in being a part of this podcast and you want to share your own story, shoot me an email. If you go to the description, my email address is there, but go ahead and give it to you. It's pretty simple. Recovery.artist2019 at gmail.com. Well, that's it for now. So until next time, have a great week. Thank you.